Hank Green. Absolutely remarkable thing. More like spank scream. <laughs> you guys just high five? Yep. Yes. No, he high fived himself. Yeah. Wait, you, uh, was I say you now embarrassed that you high fived him? No, he, he high fived me. He looked at me and smacked his hands together. And then like Parker and I high fived. You think I'm going to high five with that? I, I have no fold. idea. <laughs> you might not now. everyone and welcome to bookends with friends i'm your co-host parker moon i'm a better tracker than mal i'm brett Irvin. i'm daniel phillips we're shopping is a pleasure and we're a book club uh, a, a weekly book club podcast that goes over one book a month your shopping thing caught me off guard um this month we're going over shadow and bone uh by the wonderful lee bardugo part three baby part three this is all of the stuff a lot of stuff happens in these mm-hmm. chapters mm-hmm. so yeah some stuff. <laughs> some stuff. So, okay, but before we get into the some stuff and a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm ready to get into the stuff, so. Oh, Dan's going to take, I so guess, you, so you're, you're going to sit out. You don't want to hear about our stories. You're going to oh, sit no. out this next part? Yeah. All right, so we'll so, stitch in Dan's stuff later. So we have a segment called Short Stories, but you just want to veto that segment. Yeah. You want to skip it? Yep. Do you want to just, like, earmuffs while we do this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. All right, I, I guess, guess we're not doing short not stories. Brad, yeah. what'd you do this week? What's your short story? Do you want to know what I did, I or do you want to know my... I want to know your short story. I want to okay. know what you did. I don't care about your <laughs> short story. <laughs> um, mine has to do with uh, one of my favorite subjects, which is history. It's a YouTube account that I've been um, watching a lot of videos from as of late. It is called Vlogging Through History. Um, I don't know his last name, but the guy's name is Chris. So it... It's just like a general history channel. I assume he's a history professor or just some sort of historian. I don't know a lot of backstory on him. I've just, he does like a lot of um, history reacts videos. So he'll, there's a lot of really good like history content on YouTube where people post documentaries. There's, you guys may have heard of Oversimplified. It's like a really good YouTube account where they take major points in history and do like goofy oversimplifications in like a short. They like speed through it and they do it like really goofy and really funny. So both of these Just are so, YouTube channels. Yes, yeah, they're YouTube not channels. like clips taken. Right, from TV. right, okay, right. They're cool. YouTube channels. Cool. So that's for instance, this guy vlogging from history, vlogging through history, hmm. has reacted to the oversimplified videos. They have them on like all the major wars and stuff like that. Um, but he he also does when he does those reactions, he gives like full. Um, obviously like full credit to those creators and he also any revenue he gained from those videos he gives to those creators who mm-hmm. made the original videos oh, that's cool. which I think is super cool Yeah, but he's just like a really interesting guy um, he has really good takes I love history if um, if I had another like if I had like any choice of any career I'd pro- I could do history would probably be near the top just yeah. I would have been a history major like archaeology, any kind of that, just all that kind of stuff is super cool to me. Mm. Um, it was always my favorite uh, subject in so school. So you want to be Indiana Jones? That would be pretty dope. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. But also I do just like Indiana Jones be able movies. to answer every Jeopardy question about right. history. Yeah. yeah. I just love, I think history is super cool. We can learn a lot from it. What's your favorite, <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> time in history? Um, I think like ancient 
Roman culture is super interesting. Yeah. It sucked to live in, it sounds like, a lot of the times, because there's a lot of greedy people and a lot of bad stuff in the world. Obviously, there's still a lot of bad stuff in the world now, but I think it's just a super cool time period as far as, like, you know, Greece and Rome both were, like, creating, like, future government. Like, they were setting the stage for, like, what we do now. It was, like, the bedrock of a lot of what modern society is. Yeah, like, philosophy, all that kind of stuff. I think the Renaissance is, like, super cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, there's a lot of creativity and creation that came out of that. So, that that era. So, yeah, art history is pretty cool, too. Um, It's one of my favorite classes in college. But back to my... Sorry, I got on a tangent. Um, No. Uh, so it's vlogging through history. Uh, go check it out. He's a really cool channel. Um, he does a lot of. I think he's mainly like uh, like a war historian because he does a lot of like react videos to um, military conflicts like World War One, World War Two, all the all the big ones. Mm. So if you're especially interested in that, he has a lot of great content. But he's done stuff where he does like the. Have you all seen the ranking system? Like where you go to the like the tier list. The tier maker. Yeah, oh, the tier yeah. maker. So he goes and does like tier makers of like presidents and just all I, kinds of stuff. I love me a tier list. Me too. Yeah. Great. I don't know what it is about a tier it's list. So satisfying. It, it is... They're great. Yeah. It's it's you, you just get to take everything that's in your mind and put it out there oh, and yeah. you compare it with other people. Yeah. It's always cool. Yeah. So yeah, so that's mine. So go check out Logging Through nice. History. Yeah, I will, actually. That sounds great. Yeah. Have you been a long follower of him, or is this newly it's discovered? pretty recent. It's within the last month. Okay. I just randomly saw nice. uh, one of his videos, and I was just like, I'll check that out, because it was on a subject is that I was interesting. Is it a big channel? I think he has like like 300,000 subscribers, I think. It's under a million, but it's you know he has like a decent amount of subscribers. Yeah. So nice. it's cool. Sick. How about you guys? Uh, I'll go. How do y'all feel about bad TV? Great. I love, I love well, bad so, TV. And, and I want to preface by saying I am I am not here to uh, yuck anybody's yum or to like uh, to all this no, is objective. No all this is objective. Yeah, I am. Um, Dan will. But what I'm going to talk about is a CW show. So oh, buckle gosh. up. No, I'm I love it. No. Wait, Anyways. Is it supernatural? No, it's not supernatural. Um, the Flash? To preface, no, actually, but it's it, you're kind of getting there. So one of my favorite shows of all time growing up, you both know this, was Small Mill. That was like the first show that I ever like really, yeah. really fell in love with. We watched it in college. Yeah, it, it's super cheesy and like the, the CG was terrible and the acting was terrible. But like there's something about it that was like so like uh, unabashedly like... It, it like knew what right. it was doing and it right, knew yeah. it was cheesy and it never once apologized yeah. for it. Like it's doing it w- the best it can with like what it like a lot of those shows don't have huge budgets, but they're going for it. Right. Which and, is great. And and like they and they like it was just you either loved it and you took it or yeah. you didn't, but it, it didn't care. Right, it was exactly. going on. Yeah. And there was some times where I really hated that show. <laughs> Sometimes for seasons at a time, I was like, What are you doing? This writing. Yeah. But I, I I mean I loved it. I watched all ten seasons. Yeah. Um, and that was like what kind of onboarded me into like my deep obsession with comic books and yeah. comic book knowledge and comic book everything and yeah. that being like a huge part of my personality, which to this day still is. Um, but for a long time, DC transitioned into like a more dark and gritty, you know, after the success of the Dark Knight they, mm-hmm. and their extended universe went all like dark and 
like emo and Superman in particular was is just like the sad like like kind of convoluted like twisted like inner tor- turmoil mm-hmm. um like still good but like kind of almost like an emo version of Superman that's like fine and that's some people's jam and it came out of the new 52 comics which I hated that launch and I can get into that another time what that all means but uh they've kind of turned a little bit especially in the comics like turn on the heels brought back classic superman um a lot of the current stuff is very traditional like happy boy scout superman but that's not what i'm talking about what i'm gonna talk about is the show superman and lois which is a new show on cw right now and it has like eight episodes and i binged all of it in this past like two weeks yeah and it really is delivering that same feeling that I had when watching Smallville. And Daniel's laughing because he's going to insult I'm not, the shows that I'm not, I like. I'm not going to do I it. Know, so like, I know there's some stuff that's cheesy, but what I will say is like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I know this is like the same channel that does Riverdale, and there's some times where I'm like, is this going down a Riverdale path? But it's also <laughs> subverted my expectations a lot where I'm like, man, they could do like a really cheesy, like, you know, teen boy anger plot here or yeah. whatever but they they actually it, it's so wholesome and yeah. it's so kind and and really just they've just nailed superman so far yeah. like he's he's so hopeful and he's so inspiring and just like it it's, it's the guy from teen wolf Wasn't it is in, it okay. is the guy from teen wolf yeah. and i i can't remember his name i i, I don't know the actors and actresses names yes yeah. um but it, it's just it's it's got me and yeah. it's like a it's like a little endorphin boost every time yeah, I yeah. watch a new episode. Like a comfort show. It is it's a it's a comfort show. That's yeah. exactly what it's like. That's, I know I'm not gonna like one. like critically analyze it or yeah. I'm not gonna think it's like I'm not thinking it's taking any Emmys home or anything like that. And I'm not you know gonna say like oh this show is better than Loki or competes with Stranger Things or right. you know whatever whatever. I don't like to do that anyways. Yeah. But this show is good. It makes me feel good. It's the Superman that I love. Um, did you did you see the crossover? They did like a huge crossover event with like all the other CW shows. Yeah. At one point. So no, I didn't. I don't and know if like I feel like that was before the Superman and Lois show came out. So it, it was and wasn't. So Superman, this Superman first appeared in the Supergirl. Oh show yeah, that that's came right. Out. And that was a part of the Arrowverse, which yeah. is Arrow, Flash, yeah. the DC's uh, Mighty, League of... Yeah. What, yeah. Legends Tomorrow, of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Anyways, all that to be said, a lot of those shows I tried out, did not like. Yeah. The Flash yeah. being, like, the top of that list, which <laughs> yeah. I really loved and then really hated. Yeah. Um, but, but Superman and Lois is doing it for me right now, so I'm going to keep watching until it yeah. stops doing it for me, and then we'll move That's on. That's awesome. I'm happy Good. that you like it. Thanks, Dan. I never want someone to feel bad about liking something. Thanks, if, Dan. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. You know. Uh-huh. You want to watch it with me? No. Oh. <laughs> I will also. I never want to make someone feel bad for liking something, but I will also come out and say when I don't like something. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, now, the, I, I. It sounds cheesy enough where I would enjoy it, like watching it, mm-hmm. but. Kind of like you said, like I tried Arrow and Flash for a long time yeah. and like never once got to a point where I liked it. The, um, but it sounds like a new era. It sounds like they're so embracing it more. I, I don't I don't know. And it literally it's like a, a coin toss right now of yeah. where it could go. The thing that I like about it is that it's not the same as Arrow and the Flash where it's like 
uh, new villain of the week and like yeah. every episode is kind of like filler and then there's like a little bit of like overarching plot right. that like has something to do with the yeah, whole season. I do, I do not like that formula. Yeah, and that, I mean that's like the CW formula right, for a long right. time and so this show actually has like episodes where it's, I mean there's still a little bit of that I'm not going to lie, there's yeah. still a little bit of that but yeah. it's it is more of like like actual plot and yeah. actual like meat that they develop over the course of a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's still a superhero show. It's still got its cheesiness nice. and its tropes and it's bad CG, but I'm a fan. Yeah. That's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. Shout out. Um, so uh, I really don't have anything. Oh. And so I thought I would throw a wrench in my short story a little bit. Um, Why are you holding ask... a wrench? Don't throw that. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> to ask both of you a question. Okay. Um, to give our uh, audience maybe a little perspective on our personalities and our thoughts. Okay. Feeling feeling nervous? No. Feeling good? No. So we're all big nerds. Uh-huh. And you guys are actually in the middle of a D&D campaign. Oh. And so this is what this question is going to be based on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, if your personality and uh-huh. your character were converted into a D&D class, mm. what would it be and why? Not what do you want to be, but if it was converted over, what would you be? Because I would want to be a rogue, but I am not a rogue personality. But rogues are just cool. Yeah, so cool. to answer this, we probably have to also give some, like, talk about the classes. You, you, can, just say what, you can just say what you think you are and why. And then... Um, that'll kind of give probably uh, probably, probably like like a cleric or like a monk i kind of thought the same for of me some sort. i figured we'd be similar yeah just because yeah. i really like to like think a you're lot. a thinker i'm a big like i just think a lot and that doesn't actually like and i say that in a way of like knowing the folly of that because i think and feel a lot mm-hmm. and then do so little in comparison to how much <laughs> i think and feel so that's, but I think that's probably what I would be. Yeah, I would say kind of the same. And for those well. for for people not familiar often are like the healers or like the, they're like the support. Well, they're yeah. the support class. Yeah. They can be supportive. Yeah, that's why I was gonna go like priest or like yeah, and very like and, or... and and spiritual and and you know not like necessarily like logical always yeah. and yeah. I think I'm more I'm pretty logical, but I would be I would be some support class. I think. Mm. Brett, what would you be? Um, like a badass fighter, <laughs> like, like, like a ruffian, uh, like tough, big sword, maybe some bows and axes. I shoot fire on my feet. That also, yeah, sure, I'll take it. Yeah, um, that's Brett. This is one of the worst things I am bad at. So um, decision making, decision and picking making. something. Yeah, no, I meant like a, mainly a, specifically about myself. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, I guess. Like a ranger or a paladin without the righteousness? I would say paladin. Yeah, I'd say paladin. I'm not like You're a, a protector. I'm not like a self-righteous person, and though. you are going to divine but, shield. Yeah, you're gonna, but you're I would probably, yeah. Yeah, you're you're the type to like throw your body into harm's way to protect yeah. others. That's classic Brett. That's probably that's the main. That's kind of like paladins are like a warrior class, but they're yeah. a lot of times they're like a defender. Yeah, of the, of the unjust or the 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 people who don't. Yeah, unjust. they're of like the stupid weak monks and priests <laughs> and clerics like us. Yeah, they have definitely. like they're the ones that are the most like. Like they have the most righteous sensibility as far as like they're like lawful. Righteous. They're like lawful good. Nope. That part of it, 
That part of it, I would say no. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm that. Like I'm not like lawful yeah. like that. But um, for the for the protector sense of it. Well, I, I thought of that question as you guys were talking because I realized I didn't really do anything this week. But I do have one really small thing I was gonna talk about, but it's so short that I didn't want to say it. Yeah. But that question was pretty fast, so I will say I was playing Overwatch today, and I want to share an experience I had with another random player on the internet. Oh boy, who was on my team. Eastern. His name was Not always Dra- the best. His name was Dragon Mercy. Oh, okay. And um, before the game starts in Overwatch, if you're not familiar, there's about a minute of downtime where you're just kind of standing there waiting for the game to actually begin. Uh-huh. And he was playing piano, um, and it was coming through his mic. Ooh, and so cool. I grabbed my guitar off the wall, Whoa. and I started like trying to copy what he was doing. And he was like, "Oh, bro, like." Hit me with that C minor scale, and he started like jamming oh out. God. And me and this guy had like a minute long like jam, jam sesh, sesh. over oh, cool. Overwatch open mic. Yeah, and wow. his name was Dragon Mercy, and we rolled the other team. Sometimes the internet is good. That has wonderful random place. strangers. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes, Sometimes it's two it, two strangers meeting on the internet can be good. But it was just really happy, and I was like, oh, this is this is surprising because that's not usually how online gaming works did you do it again as you guys were like did one of you in the end screen yeah yeah, yeah we did oh my Aww. god that's lovely that's, that's really sweet yeah. did you friend request yeah him? are you no, guys friends let it be let well, it two, ships, two, ships, two ships in the night two ships yeah. i love it it's yeah. beautiful yeah. hey if fate if fate has it you guys will you'll be in the same lobby again <laughs> sometime soon maybe, maybe all right soon. well let's talk about uh the actual book that we're reading um i i want to keep this short but there was a crap load that happened so i'm gonna do my best we're gonna cut all the fat and just get on through it so uh elena's did a cutting noise not a cutting noise cutting never mind elena's getting better with her powers she gets these little glasses like like weapon things that she can flick her light off of mirrors that's That's the word that's what they call this uh (laughs) (laughs) jenya can i call them glasses things for now okay um Jenya helps Alina get ready for this like winter festival big party. It's like the most important party, and there's like a lot of emphasis on like Alina looking hot now, and she's not ugly she's now. She's not ugly. Yeah, it, it, it's like a weird juxtaposition of like, which I know what they're doing, but like, anyways, I'm not gonna get it. That's discussion time. Because all Grisha are hot. Yes. Uh, uh, again, the uh, Bagra and the Darkling are arguing if Alina is ready. Um, and then Darkling and Alina kiss after a little cheeky chat under like the lights and it's, it's this whole moment. And then now she's thinking about the Darkling in a new way. Uh, then the party happens. The winter fate is what it's called. Uh, they do their performance for the king and queen with, with their, their light and dark magic and tandem. She's wearing her black kefta. It's this whole thing. Um, and then they go out and have a really steamy smooch sesh and like a, hidden corridor just the darkling and alina and it's like whoa where is this going and then and then he's like we're close to finding the stag like this all like she's at a peak like she's feeling good and then right when she's at that moment right when she's feeling good after the darkling leaves she runs into who but mal her kind of ex but not really but also her long lost friend who she'd been writing to and they have this big fight he tells her that She's just like the Darkling's pet, and he's kind of a big whiny baby, and she's all like, you don't own me, and I like him, and I like how he makes me feel, and 
but daddy, I love him. I mean, it's, it's that, it's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and he's like, you don't know what I've been through. And so there's this like tension and he looks like a mess and she looks like she's just lived this like awesome life while she's been here, uh, in Osolta, Osolta, I don't know how to say it. Um, say it right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a pretty big, intense scene, um, and that kind of moves on to later that night, Alina is in her room, and the Darkling also talked about maybe coming to see her that night, uh, for some who knows what, um, but before, uh, she's a little drunk also, she had a lot of champagne, but before she falls asleep, she hears knocking on her door, and she's been crying because of Mal, and she's like, oh, I can't take this, I don't want it to be a Darkling. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's Bagra. Bagra says, hey, you need to GTFO, mm-hmm. because the Darkling's not what, who he is, or what, like, what he seems, and she's like, we'll explain, and she says, I'm the Darkling's mom, and he is actually the Black Heretic all along, he's the same Darkling who initially created the Fold, he doesn't want to get rid of the Shadow Fold, he wants to expand it to destroy Use all it. their enemies. Wield and- it. And she says the only thing, the only reason why he hasn't done that in the past is because we haven't had a sun summoner to kill the Volcra. The Volcra he didn't intend for. And she, and she also they reveals used... that the Volcra were men mm-hmm. who were just in, in the fold. I guess if you're in the fold for too long, you turn into these type of beasts. So yeah. that obviously being expanded to the world is bad. Um, and then Alina's like, well, I'm not going to help him. And she says, but if he gets the stag and if he kills that and puts the amplifier on your neck, then he will like i guess be able to to essentially possess her like she will yeah. be under his control to some degree we don't really know what that looks like but she's like okay well i'm gonna gtfo then and she packs her bags and runs on out of there and she escapes as the winter faith party's coming to an end she escapes with, like some performers she's on the run um a week or so goes by and she still hasn't been caught and she thinks maybe she's you know, doing it well, but she doesn't know what she's doing. She's like, I'm going to go to past the shadow fold. Her plan was to escape that way and maybe never see the dark link again. But then from some unfortunate circumstances and bad luck, so a guard spots her. She almost gets caught. She hot rod style falls into a river and is almost caught again. But then she realizes, no, it's not a, a regular soldier. Who is it? It's Mal. It's Mal. Mal's back. The tracker. The tracker. He's the greatest tracker of all time. Um, and he uh, is like, hey, I'm going to help you. And she's like, you're going to be a deserter. You will die. And he was like, yeah, it's chill. Um, mm-hmm. So then they kind of rekindle their friendship slash romance as they're um, living out this like on the run lifestyle. And, they, and, and Mal comes up with a new plan for them to find the stag. And if they kill the stag and put the collar on Alina, then she will be hopefully powerful enough and have free will to fight the Darkling. So he says it's better for us to take this head on and beat him to the punch. And that way you're not living your life on the run. And they, I can't remember if there's anything. They they see the the parade and then they go into it and then they almost oh, get Oh, Butter mugged. Week. Yeah. yeah. Butter week. <laughs> they always get Butter Week, which is a thing. Um, where they get a loaf, they get some bread and they're they really, they're so hype about it because of something with their childhood as yeah. orphans. Um, they get free food. They yeah. get free food. Uh, it's good cause they've been on the run and eating dried cheese and meats and it's been yucky yeah. and, um, yucky. Why did I say that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's, she's kind of, Mal thinks she's like a diva now because she's so used to all the food at the, 
the palace. So right. yes, and then and then this kind of concludes with Mal opening up saying like his he's been thinking about her nonstop since everything happened and worried about her and that like he went on a essentially a suicide mission to Fjorda to find the stag with his buddies from the the early chapters and got them killed and he was like one of the only surviving people in his troop after that mission and that's why he's like so scarred and broken yeah. now he wanted to make it up to her for failing yeah. to protect her earlier right yes and so he's been like carrying around all this guilt and so they kind of like rekindle their friendship slash maybe romance and that's pretty much it yeah bing bing bop recap bing bing bop one thing okay um the last chapter leads up to what i assume is going to come back later of if the darkling gets the stag alina has requested that mal kill her oh yeah. yes oh that's yeah like that's a big part of the chapter. yeah sorry that's a big thing yeah yeah so because she says, it's better for me to die than for me to be under his control. It's yeah. better for you to kill me. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So. She could kill herself. Oh, I guess I guess she's trying to say if he actually does successfully. Yeah. 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 So, All right. So that's recap time. Yeah, that's done. Now let's jump into discussion. So what'd you guys think? What were uh, pros and cons? Favorite parts? I've got cons. I mean, I've already oh, whoa, <laughs> I've already read it, so I wanted to hear what y'all, which y'all, uh, you know, where y'all's thoughts are. So I do so have a far. con. It's a pet peeve of mine. Okay. Um, and the con is about two paragraphs into part three. Yeah. <laughs> the very start of chapter thirteen, we left off of part two with her still in training. Yes. And her really not like getting it right right yeah she had her like clicking she doesn't really get it and then there's like a scene where like you think she might get it so chapter 13 the first chapter of this part and it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit there was one sentence that just said everything got easier and after that point she is a sun summoner and that kind of rubbed me the wrong way for these chapters how quickly she got good. It just kind of, it was just kind of like everything was easier. A huge build from, up, a huge build yeah, up to like, like uh, this moment. And... Yeah, there was just like a lot of build. And then the moment was just her inner monologue of saying how everything is easier now. And then she kind of throughout this part controlled our sun summoning with little to no issue. Like with mastery. Yeah. yeah. And like that just kind of rubbed me wrong. Again, I think it's kind of a pacing issue. Yeah. I think, I think it's yeah. very ambiguous about how much time has passed because i took that as like she then spent weeks after her stuff with and Bagra i think that's what and, like happened. mastered her skill but it's almost like uh like a montage in a movie that was missing i was literally from gonna say book. a montage gonna yeah. like we, we need we, montages. we needed <laughs> this book needs movie montages we needed to see like 10 Training. scenes of alina being like oh i learned how to do this and now i can do this with my light powers and right. now i you know right. and yeah yeah no i i feel that yeah. um so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way i did what rubbed you the right way uh what rubbed me the right way best part of these chapters <laughs> i'm just, I'm just <laughs> no. gonna ignore it um best part of those chapters one i called it mama mama bagra yep yeah um i think that was pretty obvious that she yeah. was going to be tied to the dark so, in some way but yeah. her explaining the darkling to me was by far the best chapter because yeah, cool. i have yeah, already yeah. like i already cool. said bogger is my favorite character yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah um so just like that was like the 
like the oh shoot moment of yeah. the book for me. Where she yeah. was caring, she she was so hard on her because she wanted her to be ready. Yeah, because she knew what was awaiting mm-hmm. her. So I, I like that scene a lot. I've just heard yeah. like, hey, like no, like there was there's not two darklings. Like it's just him. Right. Um, but it did leave me with the question: Why not tell her before? Maybe she didn't know. Well, she she explained she at one it? point. She said. I and because I think Alina mentions like why are you doing this now and she's right. like she said she didn't think he would right. find the stag right so, so he, that, that was the reason yeah and, and she, she kept saying use a different yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think I think her intention was to train up Alina to become her own like independent so like, she could strong be strong enough to defend herself to defend herself by the time and he then could do anything. he had thought of a way and and it and she was like oh this will never happen but we find out obviously because Mal's such a right. talented tracker yeah. that like. That what was seemingly like mythical impossible. became possible. Yeah, um, and it's like it's like Bogger in the dark, and we were playing chess with like her face. Yeah. Like Bogger was trying to maneuver because she even mentions that the Darkling was trying to keep her weak. Yeah. Like there's mo that she recognizes that there's parts where he was upset with how Bogger was improving. She was like yeah. he he jumped so early to let's just get her an amplifier. And yeah. so that's it. They're kind of like right. Bogger was trying to prepare, which I, I, but I like, agree. I like that chapter that. is really. Good. I, I yeah. think that was my my favorite scene too. Just yeah. also her inner turmoil of like she still loves her son and still right. Like, she said something along the lines of like he used to be a well, just like the along the lines of like I I still want redemption for him and like mm-hmm. that is a really 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 complex thing when you're dealing with someone who is like potentially. Like, like the greatest evil in the world, right? Or yeah, yes. I mean, is that what you, yeah. I mean, yeah. Really, like, he, like he he's done all of this evil in the world, and she still wants to find redemption, right? Whatever that looks like, yeah. And and those obviously, like, like while they were talking, you know, she did a good job of explaining like Bagra's turmoil, right? With it. Like they're yeah. like you know on both sides, like yeah. A mother's love is like an incalculably powerful, yeah. like yeah. So yeah, it's. There and I, yeah, I agree. There's some uh, there's some pacing issues. There's just some transitions, and I think it may have been more with like the audiobook for me. But yeah, well, there's... so so I have a question for you because this this part this section of the book, I when I I read it the first time, I thought about it a lot, and I wanted to ask y'all at this point in the story. Whose motives or actions do y'all like agree with the most, or like what who who like. I don't know if that was a, a good like way of who you relate it. to, kind of. But like, it, so in my the the what I'll preface this with is when Alina like just had this like perfect night with the Darkling essentially at mm-hmm. the ball, and then like met up with Mao, and Mao yeah. was a big like jerk, yeah, and she was like crying about it, and then Bagra was like, "Hey, the Darkling's evil," and she was like, "I peace," instead of like at all thinking of like a different way to approach mm-hmm. that. I was like, that's really wild. Because, like, one, she didn't have anything to go to. And also, I feel like she could have done some more, like, espionage slash, like, trained a little bit longer slash, like, maybe tried to, like, still not abandon all of your friends mm-hmm. and everyone in the, like, the Grisha Empire who isn't bad. Right. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that it was, like, a weird decision um and then also like mal being a jerk at the party i did not like that yeah i i think you have to come at it from the perspective that i know alina's been there for months but also like her upbringing 
like she was an orphan. Like she's been through a lot. Of, like she doesn't know this society and this culture. So and obviously in the moment, Bagra became and kind of you can kind of get the sense all along was somebody that Alina looked up to. So if like a mentor figure came to you, and she always had like some suspicion for the Darkling. Yeah, I feel like. So that that's kind of two sides of the same coin as like love slash like feelings towards somebody and then yeah. like like those flip those can flip but, really but so like do, do, do you want to know my honest like thought is like why if if I'm Alina and this might be dumb and like completely folly and end in my own death I would probably confront the Darkling before leaving yeah. because that because. All she has to go on is Bagra's word, which, like, does count for something. She was mentoring her. She was training her. But, like, everything that she's known and done for months and all that she has with her relationship with Virginia, the Darkling, her other friends that are the summoners, like, everything that she's got going on. And then, like, at the drop of a hat, she's like, oh, he's bad. I'm out of here. And, like, is yeah. I don't know. That's it, it just... I feel like she's getting pulled in a lot of directions. And at that point, you – that and that's kind of what, like – Bogger was sort of like a solid something that she could hold on hold on to because if you think about it, there's probably few people that she truly like. It's the same way if Jenny had come to her and said something like that, I think it would have been a similar reaction because I feel like she honestly trusts very few people, and so when somebody like that comes to you, and she kind of connects the dots in the moment, like she realizes the Darkling was lying to her about who he is. Yeah. Because she, you know, with the... And she was at first. She was like, no. If you remember, she was like, Bagra, you're like literally insane. So the she did go through a phase, stage of like, no, I'm just going to go talk to him. And then yeah. she showed her her darkness ability. And so that kind of is just like, okay, maybe that's a little bit of like trust. And I can... She's maybe saying the right thing. So I think she's just getting pulled in a lot of different directions. Yeah. And it's... Again, she's barely been there. And I know she's been there for, like, months. But still, in the scheme of things, like, all the stuff is being thrown at her. Like, your natural reaction is, like, okay, now this makes sense. Like, Mal was tracking it. Like, it just... And it is a risky decision. I I feel like they should have done a better job of maybe showing how risky instead of... I mean, I guess they kind of... They spent some time on that discussion, but... Mm -hmm. Maybe that didn't hit hard enough. Is like the the her. I I would have just I would have just wanted risky. like let's break down the options. Let's but have a let's have a, a, a I don't think war had, room talk. I of think like, it was a time thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But they didn't have the stag yet. I don't know. I'm also just like don't put on the collar. I don't know. If if I were Alina, I would say, "Mommy Boggy, it sounds like you don't think I'm good enough for your baby boy, and you want me to leave." God. Uh, right i would say i mean you're gonna be my mother uh, because he's into me and when you're my mother i'm gonna kill you (laughs) wait hang on it doesn't sound sound like she cares about um bogger doesn't care about him that much like she loves him in the way that only a mother could it's really it's 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 yeah i don't know it's strange (laughs) mommy i do i do like your take dan that's what i think where alina was gonna try and kill i think this is um i don't have bachelor hometowns homecoming home home I get you. Yeah, I, I think this is Bachelor hometowns. Right. Darkling has brought Alina to his home, and Mommy Boggy doesn't approve, and so she's trying to get rid of her. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. So part. you think that Bogger's got a, 
ulterior motives, and this is not actual truth. I think no, I, I Bagra's still my favorite character. Yeah, I just I feel I like I didn't really have as much I didn't really have much of a problem with that part of it. Again, I think there's still pacing issues throughout where it does jump to it very quickly from her having like uh, she guess didn't have the best time at the at the party, but. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, she, it had was, like, she had like the best night of her life and the worst night of her life in one night. Yeah. So, but I think my issue more lies with like decision making later on, especially when she uses sun summoning multiple times when, 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 when she's, she's trying to hide yeah. on the run. I was like, I get it. It's like, you know, life threatening. I've, I've never been in that type of situation. I understand it's life threatening and it did save her life. But still, like, she just got done. It's like right. Chekhov's knife. She right. just said she has it. She always keeps talking about this Grecian knife she has. And the first thing she does is use sun she summoning. Her weird glass. Her, her oh glasses. Her glasses. To, to I forgot the word mirrors. Oh, so mirrors. I was, and then she uses it again. And I was like, I was like. It's like just like right. Just chill. Also, yeah. I mean, like she could trying to hide. If if this world is as large as we are to assume, she could like cut her hair a different way, and then like mm-hmm. go live in some other town, never sun yeah. summon again, mm-hmm. and probably not be. And yeah. I mean, in it immediate like danger. The, it seems like she got like a couple a couple hundred miles away and was like, "I'm good." She's like one like, town over and was like, "Watch me do magic show." Yeah. yeah, and so and I think that's again part of they they discuss that more when she goes to take the bread from the 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 duke or whatever. Yeah. She explains that it's like part of her personality is just like to like go for it and stuff like that. Or at least like she discusses Mal's like surprised by her action. So this is like yeah. the new version of her where she's just like just like she's going for things. So mm-hmm. it's like new to proved. Like I get that part, but also you're just like I get where but Mal's like, coming from where he's like he's like hey, like you know, a lot of people have died, my friends have died. I'm going to die if they catch us. Like, yeah. let's just take this a little bit more seriously. Well, that's so in, in my mind, I'm like Alina's her motivations seemed pretty wild because like she wasn't going to start an uprising. Like she was just I mean, and I guess like that's a I guess a realistic thing is like some people just like are like, oh, I got to run. Like, get out. Just like get out of Dodge. I'm going to run. But like for me, I was like, that's a very weird because like she didn't have anything to run to or anywhere to run to. And I guess it was like a really desperate situation. But yeah. she did have friends, and she did have family. Like at the same time, she thought she could trust the Darkling, and that had just gotten broken by Bagra. So she's like, Jenya's probably the only other one that she could honestly trust. Yeah. At least from my perspective, viewing her perspective, you're yeah. like, okay, there's like two people she can trust. She doesn't even know if she can trust Bagra, but she's like, I'm gonna go for this and just take myself out of the situation instead of. Not knowing, because the apparat also was coming after her again, so she was probably yeah. just, like, overwhelmed with all the chaos and crap. And and she also was kind of, you could tell, kind of uncomfortable with the Darkling's moves towards her, because he wanted to come visit her in her bedchamber. And it, she was like, yeah, I don't think I'm ready for that. And he's sexy, kind of being worried about that. And so you're, she's just kind of, I think she was also like, hey... I just want to take myself out of the situation because right, this I'm, is I'm gonna hit you with a question. So Bagra said he's had a he he's ancient. He's had like lifetimes to master. Yes. Sorry, go no, ahead. He, he's had lifetimes to master like lying and like manipulating. Right. Do you all think that any of his feelings were real? Um, they probably are going to be. I will. Yeah, I would say yes. Some um, of them because yeah, sure, 
Sure. We need she, we, we need a triangle. She, I'm sure they're real. Well, I mean, because that's, my, that's another talks, question I got for you. She yeah. talks to him like very few people do. And mm-hmm. a lot of times with those type of people who oh, are in yeah. powerful positions and someone talks to them how they're not used to being talked to, they are into that. Oh, yeah. And it draws them in because they appreciate being treated as normal or someone they view it as someone being more honest with them than it's like beauty and the beast. all the time. He just needed uh uh Alina Starkov to come up in his tower and tell him that he's not a hideous monster. Right, exactly. Or well yeah. But she's a hideous monster. Oh my god, not not anymore. Not anymore, um, Daniel. She's hot. Jinya made it so. But yeah, so I think there's some of it is there, but again, he is a master manipulator. He does want Apparently, according to Bogger, want bad things. So he it seems like that's just like an under. Maybe he was using it to, you know, draw her in closer. Right. So it'd be easier Make to just weak. put that collar on. But maybe yeah. he'll have hesitation before he tries yeah. to put the collar on. Maybe the on. collar doesn't fit. Yeah. Well, now that we're kind of talking about it, uh, I, I'm, I want to ask. We got our love triangle, right? We got the Darkling. We got mm-hmm. Mal. We got Alina. Vodka. We got They're all in the mix. They're all in the mix. Virginia, it's, it's steamy, it's Bogra. hot, it's sexy, there's tension. Who does Bogra. she go with? We got a love triangle. What team are you on? I don't... Team I mean, Mal or Team Dark? I don't I, really... I gotta be honest here. I don't... I think it got steamy, but I think the Darkling and Mal both kind of suck. Oh, team, team Alina and no one else. Yeah, I mean... How can, I don't think you can say confidently right now, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Team Mal. Mal is great. Oh no, I, just... I, I really hate Mal. I'm Team Darkling all the way. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to join Team Neither. Um, I think Mal Ooh. is just... We want a romance. Team Bodkin. Team... Team Genia. Hey. <laughs> that, um, that would be a better story. Come on, good, Lee. They have good chemistry. They have good chemistry. Um, Great chemistry. David's so, not doing anything. God, David. Make a move, David. God, David. I know. Freaking build something. Gosh. To fall in love to... <laughs> um yeah i think they both have their major issues right now mal or dark the darklings like the the dark and mysterious one i mean are like we just assuming ancient and knows triangle? what to say to her i mean i mean there kind yeah. of is in these chapters but is there there kind of is in these chapters well there already was jealousy for mal yeah, yeah, yeah. and That's alina also obviously loves mal and you can tell yeah. mal remember she's loved him all his life and then she starts to fall in love with the darkling and then he mentioned she mentions before she falls asleep she says something about like staying together like watch out for me or something and he she's like i think before i fell asleep i i like to think that he said like always or something like he'll always so there's like there's definitely i know i mean i know they have a relationship but i mean maybe she just wants that nice sexy darkling to put that nice sexy collar on her i, I mean think, i think I, i'm team darkling that's all I'm and saying. that's fine i just I, I i do kind of see i don't see a connection between either i think mal could eventually because i think there's just a lot of confusion between them because mm-hmm. he was you know he grew up not looking at her and now all of a sudden he's jealous so he's being a dick yeah see that's yeah. that's why i don't that i'm sucks. not a fan that, that sucks that super sucks yeah. and then he's like then you realize that he's like broken, and so. But I mean, okay, no, oh, yeah, okay. I'm explaining something. <laughs> no, I'm no, not, go on, like, go on, go on. This is an endorsement. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, his his arc is the classic, like, 
they hate each other, but they love each other. But he went through something where he's broken, and then yeah. like he needs his pieces put back together. So, kind so of thing. if this like, was a CW show, so I don't really care for either. If the, this was a Darkling CW show, the Darkling would be like the bad boy whose dad is like a gang yeah, leader, absolutely. And Mal would be the Chad, like the high school yeah. football star right. who is super shitty all the time to yeah. Alina, and then is like. Whoa! You took off your glasses and got hot yeah, now. Exactly. I'm jealous, and exactly. like that does not fly with me. Exactly. That, that's my biggest problem. Was like, yeah, I really just I God, agree. I hated that so and much. That's what I'm saying. If only Mal. Was, we need a third. Yeah. If only Mal was good at finding love. <laughs> tracking good love. At, <laughs> good at tracking love as good as he is at tracking Bambi's More mom. Moritzova's herd. Yeah. I. Uh, I. I also like your point too, Brett, of what you're saying of like. He has this like broken sob story, and like that to me, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's not a reason for so- like. It's yeah. also his fault, right? It, yeah. Exactly. Like he became suicidal because he didn't like ever appreciate Alina when she right, was around, exactly. and then he led his friends to death, and then he uses that as like, "I'm gonna be mad at the world and mad because at you." She's at been the party. Living, She's been a right. captive because you palace. weren't tortured. Like what? Yeah. Come on, guy. So yeah, he sucks. But I, I'm basically what I'm leaning to is I wish there was like a third party Genia. that came in, Botkin. like Jenya, or Botkin. Why <laughs> uh, not Botkin? Uh, He's younger than the Dark Lord. That's a good point. You got, <laughs> you got me there. Valid point. You got me there. But he doesn't. Doesn't have a collar. He doesn't look it. It's the same thing with Edward Cullen. It's still. It's yeah. It's Which, not again. Okay. Yeah, I like. I like the the. I like those vibes. So I, if I had to choose, I would say Dark Lord. Oh but I yeah, do I got party. him. I got him. I do want a third party. Mm. Team Darkling <laughs> and Team Edward. I'm here to say it. Oh, God. Team Edward, um, all the way. What do you... Well, you had another question. What's your other question? Yeah, all, okay. This is a joke one that I can end it on and then we can wrap okay. up. But if you could have an amplifier of some sort of bones and some sort of accessory that you wore to increase your magic, whatever that was... What bones from what what animal would it be, and what type of accessory would you do? Oh, it has to be from bones from an animal. Yeah, I think so. I think that's all the amplifiers. In. Did you want it to be bones from a person? No, I didn't know it had to be bones. Can it just be? Uh, an it could be carapace if that's what you're asking. <laughs> Is it carapace? Yeah. Just like a, it's like an impossible burger. A crab shell. No, 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 no. It's got, it's got to be. I'm pretty sure it's got to be animal bones. Oh, does it? Okay. okay. Like, um, like calls to like or whatever. So they I'm picking an animal bone. Okay, but let's <laughs> let's, let's do it that way because they they say <laughs> what was that? Like calls like to like. Way. Like that's their whole thing with the small science. Picking an animal. So bone. it also needs to symbolize like you a little bit. It needs to like a giraffe. Be, yeah, I would pick a. That's a low blow. I pick a or giraffe. Or a high blow, I guess. I pick a giraffe. <laughs> it's so tall. I pick a giraffe neck and I would hold it like a light post. No, no, no! It's got to be an accessory. A top hat? Ooh, <laughs> big so. bone top hat. Um, I feel like yours would be a beanie, something made into a beanie. God, that can would I be very uncomfortable. Bones, bone beanie. I mean, can I just replace my my uh, glasses frames that's with a cool bones? Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. And I, like I that. would do. Um, I mean. I wouldn't want to hurt a bird, so I would. I would. That's this is my problem. I don't want to kill. I don't want to kill any animals. It could be dead of natural causes. Okay, so a bird that I'm I stepping on it. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> no. So I raise. I raise a bird, 
And, and it's, why are you raising? Go find a dead bird. Wait, that's even worse. There are dead birds everywhere. Why are you going to raise one? I'm going to raise one and like love it. And it's gonna we're going to be best friends. I'm going to get the best life. It's going to have all the worms it could ever want. And then it's going to pass away at the at its ripe old age and in its sleep. And its last wish, it's going to tweet at me and say, use my bones for your amplifier. It's a, So what you're saying is it's an... It's an it's in a bone donor on its on its driver's license. Yeah. So it was a bone donor for for amplification of yeah. my magic. Yeah, I wouldn't kill it. I can't think of anything. Um, maybe like a Daniel. I mean this in the best way, but what about a ferret? Ferret. A f- Wait. ferret. My f- <laughs> ferret. One of the stupidest Pokemon of Fer- all time. Ferret. 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 Wait, ferret? can you do Pokemon? No, I'm going uh, Mr. Mime. It's <laughs> <laughs> just killing a human. <laughs> Mr. Mime. Bones. I got called Jinx. <laughs> no, we're not doing Pokemon. Pokemon. Garrett, um, Garrett I would bones. take the kneecap a snake of a crocodile. And make it into Ooh. a beret. And make it into a little beret. Just in your hair. Just, just, a, little, just a little clip. Just a little clip. Just like a little bow. Do crocodiles? Oh, kneecaps? wait a second. I yeah. would take a shark tooth and replace it with one of my teeth. Oh, that's great. Or just do a shark like tooth the necklace. Like I would the take front? a shark tooth. <laughs> Don't put your finger over my lips. And I would take a shark life. tooth and replace one of my teeth with yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, and it's then like put, a, and a put your tooth in the shark's mouth. Yeah. And then put my tooth on a necklace around my neck. <laughs> around the shark. Oh. Around the shark. Around and the, the shark's, shark's magic is going to be amplified. Yeah. That's a scary. That's a spooky. Give, shark. It's like it's like give a penny, take a penny. Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah. That's a good question. That's a great question. Brett, you didn't answer. Oh man, I guess we're out of time. Brett doesn't. Yeah. Um. I guess I do. I thought I was gonna say sharks are really good one. What about a skunk? You big stinky, Am I nasty, stinky? dirty boy. Yeah. What if you take a little What if you take your skunk poot? A skunk's tail. Okay. Is there a bone in a skunk's tail? I don't know. It's like a dog's tail, isn't it? It's like some form of like hardened cartilage or something like that. Or does dogs have I don't like it. We're we're way overthinking this question. This is supposed to be like a one sentence. I wasn't going to say take a dog's tail. I was going to say there's. I was just going to say I don't like tails. I'm going to ignore what Parker said and continue on your thought. All right, keep talking. I'll I'll be a stinky, stinky, stinky lad. It'll amplify my stink. Oh, I don't I think love that. I don't think bone I don't think skunk bones stink. Uh Brett's a stink Brett's a stink summoner. Yeah, I'm a stink summoner. That's for sure. I'm stinky over there. <laughs> that would be a great animal bone. I hope in oh, this universe yeah. there's a stink summoner that I has hope Lee Bardugo was brave enough swamp. at some point during the series to God, ride I hope in she's stink summoning enough. and have a skunk as an amplifier. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. If she was brave, I mean, I I don't want to tell her how to write her books, but the fans want stink summoning. Yeah, mm-hmm. fans are calling for it. They're begging for the it. The fans are begging for stink. stink <laughs> it's They're all over the stink. forums. It's all over uh, the the forums. I <laughs> if you could summon something, what would it be? One answer in ten seconds. Go. Love. Breath. Oh my god. Um, I guess Earth. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, there's earth benders. Earth or water? You're gonna I think summon water would be pretty just, sick. Just like blood bending. Like, does that mean just like grab dirt? I guess I'd be like a heart wrencher, heart wrencher, heart render, render, heart but also be like, but be like a medic. Use it uh, to like. I mean, they have healers. Heal. That's one of the Probably types. I'll, 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 I'll uh, summon healing. Oh, uh, sick. I, I would summon s- healing. I would summon VHS copies of Beethoven Four. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have, I, mean, no, I, I, have, I have nothing more to add. There. Yeah. I have nothing <laughs> let's, more to add. Let's bookmark it there. Uh, wait, before, uh, but let's do author's note. Leave our dear go. I got your author's note right here. Oh, sick. Pretty Thanks. Aggress- that's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I got your author's note. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, give it to us. Easy, pal. So this is an article from awardswatch.com with uh, Leigh Bardugo. Uh, the first question that the interviewer asks is, I wanted to ask you what inspired you to start these books, which I thought was really interesting. You know, I'm sure everyone's had this thought every once in a while, like, oh, I wonder if I could be like a writer. I know we've talked about it before. Yeah. I've always thought like, I wonder, like whether it be screenwriting, writing a book. And she says, well, I wanted to write a book for a very long time. I really wanted to be a novelist from when I was very young, but she said she had a bad habit of starting manuscripts and never finishing them. And she said she was never, never able to really get past the first act. And she didn't really know how to write a book. She doesn't know any how to like structure stories. So she was just like, I don't really have the experience, but I really wanted to do this and I had a really cool idea. So you know what she did? She just went for it. She took a screenwriting class. Oh, nice. Um, and she used that to propel into just creating an outline for Shadow and Bone. Is and this her first book? Yes. I, I believe would, so, I yes. I would not have guessed that. I would assume she had way more. Right. That's and cool. so she said it, you know, that kind of propelled her to the next step and the next step and the next step. And she just kind of wanted to prove to herself that she could do this because, again, it's something she had always wanted to do, but she yeah. could never really get through to it. So there's some inspiration. Yeah. If you've ever felt like that just before, somebody who wrote Shadow and Bone and is super, su- a super, super successful author now was in that same position and they took a class. Do you think someone listening to our podcast right now is going to be inspired and they're going to be the next like great author? Yeah, I think me next Tuesday... Oh, listening to this, I'm not going to be the next great author. Oh, I thought I thought you were calling your shot right now. Like Brett's going to write a script no, 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 by no. next Tuesday. No, 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 no. Get it but published. Yeah, someone, someone might. Hey, out there. Hey, audience. Hey, you do. You can do it. Yeah, you got this. So yeah, that's the 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 general gist of of how the article starts. She continues on discussing more about the Shadow and Bone show, which I believe we will be reporting on next episode. Because I think I'm going to at least check it out and see how it compares. I know it combines, we talked about it, it combines several of her other books as well. But I'll try and report back and see how it how it translates. Because yeah. it's always interesting to see. And normally, it doesn't work super well, but we'll see. <laughs> this could be different. Usually TV heard, shows do a better things. job. I've heard good yeah. things. And in modern TV shows yeah. and movies, they usually do a better job. I'm sure back in the day it was hard to translate fantasy and yeah. fiction in general to this medium but yeah so i've heard good things i'm excited to check it out yeah so find some inspiration go to awardswatch.com yeah just for that article just for that article um well thank you brett and thank you listeners for uh again joining us on this adventure uh with shadow and bone uh next week's chapters are gonna be just finish the book so read on through do it get to the end of it Start uh, over at the beginning. And we'll discuss. Send us your thoughts if you want to have your thoughts read on the show. Um, uh, yeah, be, be engaged. Be a part of the conversation. Um, and uh, I think that's it. Just another reminder, um, we're going to try to change up the formula a little bit next month. So uh, I'm going to at you. Yeah, so there's going to be some new stuff that we're going to do. 
uh, a new, not, I mean, the same podcast, same. We're, um, we're going to record shirtless. That's it. No, we're going to still be talking about books, uh, but it's just going to be a little bit of a change up. So we will be shirtless. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. all right. We should just end the show. Uh, thank you, Jacob we're Robinson. Do a live episode where we're shirtless. <laughs> It's going to be recorded on YouTube. Oh, so a lot of people do that now. They record yeah. their podcast episodes yeah. and post it on YouTube. I've seen a bunch of that. We're not going to do that. No. That adds a whole new element where you have to like see my face and I have to look normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to shower and stuff. Oh, just kidding. I do. Shower. I'm a stink summoner. What do you want to say? That's <laughs> right. Um, thank you, Jacob, for your uh, intro and outro music and Maddie for the awesome art for our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And remember, the real shadows, the real glasses were the ones he used to blind people with sun and reflect stuff off of. Along the way, when you were supposed to be hiding. Maybe not sun summon when you're the only one in the world (laughs) and people are hunting you. The real love triangle. (laughs) Had Botkin in it all along. Had Botkin in it all along. (laughs) 